Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Live from Jake and Joe's in Waltham, this is the Boston College Football Show presented by Bud Light. For the next hour, we'll have special guests and you can get caught up on Eagles football. The Boston College Football Show is presented by Bud Light, famous among friends. Also sponsored by Bletzer and Bletzer PC, developing long-standing relationships with the clients we serve since 1959. McGovern Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, driven by you. And by Village Bank, your village your bank. Now it's time to talk BC football with the head coach Steve Adazio. Here's the voice of the Eagles, John Meter Perel. It was a gritty performance by Boston College on Saturday afternoon, and the Eagles certainly had a valiant effort. It was an unbelievable game. It was a nip and tuck affair, and nothing to be ashamed of, that's for sure, despite the result 17 14 in favor of NC State. Good to have you with us, everybody, for the BC Football Show. Jami DePerel with my broadcast partner, Pete Cronin, and, of course, the coach, Steve Adazio. Steve, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm just getting ready to uh, for another big week here, and uh, we've got some changes that we've got to adjust to here right now. So just another typical day in the paradise. <laughs> I was well, going to say, are you healthy? You know, I'm healthy, but uh, since I'm not playing, it doesn't really matter if I'm healthy, you know. This reminds me of, like, uh, fraternity rush, and they get the paddle out, and you say, thank you, sir, may I have another? Yeah. Well, you, you got dealt another one over the weekend. Yeah. Which is doesn't, yeah. uh, well, are well, you yeah. getting used to it yet? No, and especially, you know, it took us quite a while to get to the point where we, you know, have gotten uh, developed at the quarterback position and really started feeling tremendously confident in, in, in what we're doing, so... The key now is to keep rolling and, uh, you know, get, get, get back and, and, and once again try to get rhythm and get chemistry and all those things that go along with that. So, you know, it's all part of the game. It's, it, it's coming, it's, 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 it's coming a, a waterfall this year, but uh, we're still playing at, at a pretty high level. I mean, we played one of the better teams in the country, nose to nose, still had a great opportunity to win that football game, and, um, and I'm proud of the way our kids played. Um, you know, I thought if we had played a little better on special teams, we would have won that game. And um, yep. that's a little uncharacteristic for us. So, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're battling. We're playing at a high level. You know, Pete and I talk every week about the intensity, the toughness, the grit. There's that word again. And that was very evident on Saturday. Anthony Brown, for those of you that don't know, earlier today you announced that Anthony Brown is out for the year. Right. And will undergo surgery. Right on his on his knee injury, certainly a brutal blow. Any any time a team loses loses a quarterback, and especially a quarterback that's coming into his own, redshirt freshman, he looks so composed. Terrific game a couple weeks ago against UVA. Follow that up with a blockbuster against Florida State. So you lose the quarterback mentally now. What does it do to the team? Well, I mean, I think that story's yet to be told. I mean, I think our team's tough and resilient, and they've shown that. We've come back. You know, we're playing one of the you know, we've got the number two rated, diff most difficult schedule in America, and we've battled through all this. So we'll just keep battling. I mean, you know, uh, 
that's the way it is. So um, how will they handle it? I mean, I think they'll handle it like we've handled everything else. We'll just, you know, we'll go to practice tomorrow and, and, and get after it and, uh, and, and keep grinding. Um, you know, and, uh, and that's it. And that's where we are. So uh, we've got a few other injuries in here that, 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 are, that have some concern to them. And uh, we've got to get through the week and, and, and see where we're at with those as well. So, you know, uh, um, this is the nature of football as you get down the home stretch. You'd like it not to be, you know, uh, as many. And you certainly hate to have it happen to your quarterback here right now. But uh, that's life. And um, I think our staff, <coughs> excuse me, are battlers. Yep. Our players are battlers. So uh, my sense will be we'll come out and, and play real, really tough and physical. That was a, a game that you reflect on, and I did it myself. You know, you pick out spots, and when you, in aggregate, you say, you know, you mentioned special teams and uh, lose your quarterback. You've said it, lose your quarterback. You might, you're probably going to lose the game. Um, it looked sloppy, but in, in looking back, on it, it was really a brawl. Oh, yeah. That was a really physical football game that, that oh, yeah. maybe even lost, kind of lost in translation. When you, and, and, you know, people look at it and go, gee, what was going on? And I say, people, I said, well, it was really physical. These guys are getting after it. We were matched up pretty. At the end of the game, the statistics were pretty matched, evenly matched statistical game. I mean, we moved the ball extremely well uh, early on when Anthony was in that, you know, uh, we misfired. We had a pass that we should have checked down. We threw it into coverage into the end zone. And then when he, you know, got hurt, he was – planting to go in and score on that play right. i mean uh we were running the ball really well i mean that's one of the best defenses in the country it's certainly one of the very best in our conference and i thought we were going through that defense pretty well and on defense i thought we were playing extremely well we were frustrating that quarterback we we're making them throw out of a silo getting hits on them i mean we took the number 23 team and and, and i felt great about it and uh obviously you know, in a game like that where there's a small margin for error and then, you know, we had quite a huge disruption happen. And, uh, um, but, but yeah, you're right. I mean, that was a, I mean, that was a really, you, you know what, sometimes I, I, I say it each week, I think I say it each week, I'm going to say it again, that we have the number two rated most difficult schedule we're playing in America. We're in the number, we're in the toughest conference in America on the toughest side of the division. And I think you've got to have a little appreciation for just who the heck we're playing right now and, and week in and week out, okay? And, uh, you know, we're not, we're not playing in somebody's weak conference side of our own conference. And so we're in dogfights. And, 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 and the quality of the competition is incredible. And I think I'm proud of the way our kids, we step up and we are, from the beginning of the season all the way till now, I mean, we are battling. And... Uh, with youth, we're battling with massive amount of injuries that are unprecedented. And still, you walk off that field, you're, you're a fan, you're an alumnus, you've got to be proud of that football team right now. And, no you got, and you've got to look through the eyes of saying, this is going to be one battle-tested, tough, good program, good football team here we're going to have as we move into the future. Now, we're going to have to weather this immediate impact right now. But the reality is, you know, I couldn't be more excited. And I, and I would like to think that if I was a, an alumnus or a fan here, I would be extremely excited now if you don't understand football and you think that all teams you play are the same well then you know what hey whatever well no the fact is that the sentiment so far has been that boston college is presenting the the brand of competition that the fan base is grown to expect and and not the right not always the right outcome but the competitiveness 
the resiliency, all, all the things that you've already well, talked about. It's also a steady progression, too, that's been made from week one to now. You guys are a rocket ship, I think, in terms of potential. And that starts with the best running back in the conference right now in A.J. Dillon, who has the most yards in America since week four. And the right. kid is an absolute beast. Right. So the way he's running right now, you've got to ride his coattails. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that I mean, there's any doubt about that. You know, and the line is playing pretty well right now. And knock on wood, we can keep that together. And, uh, you know, that's where we are, you know. Um, you know, I, I spoke to Dave Doran after the game, and he looked at me and he said, wow, you know, you, you got a good football team here. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the best compliment you can get, you know. And um, so my, my job is to continue to develop it and, and, and create positivity, okay, because it should be that way, all right? And, right. Uh, you know, we're not playing no disrespect. I won't even mention names, okay? But, I mean, wow. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of uh, issues going around in scheduling, I think, Pete. A little bit. <laughs> yes. A little bit, that's yeah. for sure. But let's talk about your offensive line, too, because, you know, everybody looks at A.J. Dillon's, they see 196 yards. It's, it's all A.J. Dillon's. It's not the case, necessarily. Your offensive line is opening some huge, huge, huge holes. The line's playing well. The tight ends are blocking extremely well. I think we have a good play-action passing game. John Hillman's playing really well. Travis Levy's playing well. I think there's, a, you, know, we're, you know, there's on offense, there's a lot of good players. And on defense, there's a lot of, we're playing, here's what we're doing a good job of, okay? Yep. We're playing good team football. If I had to say what was the thing that disappointed me the most last week, it's the fact that I felt like we didn't play really well on special teams, okay? And that has been very consistent. But we're playing good team football. This is an unselfish team. This is a team that, you know, uh, understands that, you know, we're all battling for each other. And, uh, you know, that's a really cool deal. And, and, and I love being a part of it. But I thought that, Uncharacteristically, um, we didn't kick the ball well off. We, you know, we kicked it short in the middle of the field. That's not where we want to be. We gave them great field position a couple times. Uh, we mishandled a snap on a field goal. Uh, we got a punt block that had no, there was no penetration for it to be blocked. We were misaligned. We had a penalty on a punt when we had it pinned inside the one. So, and on the kickoff return, we ran into the back of a blocker. So, I mean, we had a few things happen there that, you know, really could have changed the outcome. And, uh, and, and, you know, we're capable of playing a whole lot better on those special teams than we did. And, and that just tells you how important those things really are. And then on both sides of the ball, offensively, defensively, there was a couple things that we, we certainly could have done better and improved upon. And, uh, you know, I think we all, coaches, players, we all have some things we... But you're playing in a highly competitive game against a very competitive team, and there's a small margin for error. Well, you've got yourself in an interesting position because of the way you've played... Every gears now. You get the games. Every there, the consequences for the next two are virtually. You know, you you really have you're in control of your own de in your of your own destiny. And uh, you know, you get you get a big one this week. I think you said it. It's all comes down. It's it's one game seasons. Everything's one game seasons. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, this this is just a huge game we're playing, and uh, you know, and uh, against a team that's getting better and uh, certainly is very capable. Uh, and a big, uh, you know, an atmosphere deal in Fenway, a regional game, all, all those, you know, all those earmarkings. And we just have got to focus, as I told our guys, you know, to our mentality is we're playing in the Super Bowl right now. That's what it is. This, this is, you know, everybody in the program 
Wars in the water, given everything we got going 100 miles an hour, going to get this win on Saturday with every ounce of energy that we have. And in, in our team, whoever is playing at quarterback, our team is, is, needs to rally. And, uh, uh, and, and every, everyone, everyone's got to, you know, play big boy ball right now. Okay? Yeah, and, and, and that's what it is. That's what you do. That's what I'm saying. It's a team. And, and, and everybody's got to rally together here. And, 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 and guys that will be in the game that for the first time or haven't been in a lot, other guys have got to pick their game up to support that. Yeah. And that's going to be the mindset. And you mentioned the quarterback. I think the question of the day is, what's the next quarterback? Who's the next quarterback? Will it be a competition this week? What's uh, your mindset? I mean, the mindset is like everything. We're going to go out Tuesday. We're going to compete like hell and, 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 and go. And that's what we do every week. Obviously, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, Darius is a little nicked up, and so we got to see, you know, where he is tomorrow. And uh, I think, um, you know, and, and, and as I've already stated in my press conference, uh, you know, I've met with EJ and his family, and uh, you know, because I, you know, John Fadul's out also for the remainder of the year. So, um, you know, everybody's on board, everybody's on the same page. Um, we're going to maximize everybody and put the m- most healthy bodies we have on that field, and we rock and roll, and that's it. When you look at E.J. Perry, what are his greatest strengths? He is an uh, 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 incredible competitor. Um, he is a uh, gym rat. Uh, he, he's got elite athleticism. Um, people don't know, you know how athletic means. He's got bona fide big-time speed explosive leaping ability he's got a great rocket arm he just he just hasn't played he just hasn't played at this level but he's a student of the game and it's so unbelievably important to him and then of course Darius has had great game experience and uh, has been in big time games and Darius is equally very very talented so I mean we have you know we still have very capable guys and Jeff Smith uh, took snaps on Sunday you know, get back under center, take some snaps, take some shotgun snaps. And he's he's been in many ACC games as a quarterback. He was a starting quarterback last time he played at Fenway. Yeah, so um, we'll, be, we'll be just fine. We'll be just fine. And, and none of that has anything to do with the line rocking off the ball and the backs carrying a ball and, right. and our defense playing great on defense. And, and, and you know, we're, we're going to pick that special team thing back up and make sure that it's at an elite level and, and, and not let it dip. You made a comment about the – about your game planning based on skill sets of the quarterback. So that does that add, obviously adds a little bit of a challenge depending upon who's taking the snaps. You know, I think, I think this, okay? I think that we've built an offense right now that has multiplicity to it. And we're not, we don't need to. We've been, I mean, I know Darius has been involved in this right from the very get-go. And could have just easily been a starting quarterback, okay? So, um, you know, I think what happens sometimes is when guys aren't taking a bunch of reps, then you try to trim things down, focus down a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. because they don't have the benefit of the, the complete body of work that the starter has. So I think what we have to do is make really good decisions on how much we carry and exactly what do we want to carry because we can't carry everything, especially in the throw game. Right. Because, you know, um, the run game's fine. I'm not worried about the run game. It's the throw game. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of precision in the throw game. And if you're off just a little bit, that's when turnovers happen. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure we're on there. 
So I think, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try to make sure we're tight and trim in what we're doing. But it's not about managing the game. I heard you say earlier today, no. you want to attack. Yeah, I'm not, we're not doing that. You know what happened? We got a little bit in that mode in, in Saturday's game because you're in the middle of the game, and you've got to manage that situation at that point in time. And, you know, but we're not going to go into this game with a we got to manage the game mentality. We're going to go into this game with this is what we need to go win. We're going to go do this. Uh, you know, whatever that is, whatever that percentage is, ratios, you know, in the throw game, how much movement, how much drop back, uh, you know, I mean. But the last thing in the world I want to do right now, it, it you know, I thought it was very, very difficult on, on Scott Leffler in that game when when. You know, all of a sudden, you know, he's, he's the quarterback coach, he's the coordinator, you're in a rhythm with, with the guy that you're in the rhythm with, and now all of a sudden you're out of that and you're trying to make sure that, okay, you got to be careful here right now, you know, because I, I think I said this on my, uh, my post-game conference. What happens is, is not everyone, they don't take, you don't take the same amount of reps. Right. I mean, it's just a fact of life. The backups just don't take that much reps. Yeah. And so they just don't have the same amount of repetitions involved in this thing. And so it's not fair to them. So you got to be careful when that happens, and uh, but now this week that you know that's why I got to see who takes the most amount of who's healthy, who takes the most amount of reps, because you need those reps going into this game. It's just a fact of life. It's just the way that is, and uh, you know we we, we, we got to manage it. And then you got to say to yourself, how do we how do we win? Every week you say, how are we going to win this game? You say you ask me here what are the keys to the game, but as a staff you say, how are we going to go win this this game? You know. Um, what do we need to do to get this done, so to speak, right? Yep. And uh, just so you know, my mindset's going to be real simple. What do we have to do to go win this game? All right, and we're formulating that now. I don't care how we win it. I don't care if we win it by a quarter of a point or by 50, it, uh, as long as we win it. Sure. It, it, and that's all that matters to me in my mindset right now is we're going to find a way as a football program to go out, play physical, play aggressive, and 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 go and go win this football. Celebrate bowl eligibility with a victory. Yeah, yeah that too. He's Steve Adazio. Meet a Perel Cronin here at Jake and Joe's in Waltham. We're back with more after this on the BC Football Show. Tight formation for the Eagles. Smith comes in motion. The give to Dylan. Big hole. 45, 50, far side 40. On his horse. 30. See you later. 15, 5. Touchdown. Boston College. A.J. Dillon is the eagle in the end zone. Welcome back to the Boston College Football Show, presented by Bud Light. To talk more X's and O's with Coach Adazio, here again, John Meter Perel. And good to have you with us on the BC Football Show. It's the Eagles and UConn at Femway Park on Saturday night at 7, 6.30, our broadcast time here on the BC IMG Sports Network. Coach, a showcase game for the program. Great to play at Fenway, an unbelievable environment. You saw that a couple of years ago against Notre Dame. And I think it's great for the program to play at this type of venue, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's the kids, uh, get, you know, it's, uh, it's exciting and, uh, you know, the venue is really special, and uh, so I think all that's good, and they do a great job with it. And Hey, it's uh, UConn's home game. So it's their home game, but we're playing in our backyard. I'm good. You're good. I could have traveled down, you know, to Storrs, Connecticut, but who'd want to do that? So, I mean, <laughs> we are, or we can drive a mile down, if it's even a mile down the street. So, I'm, I mean, thank you very much. We're good. I got to ask that question. Logistically, do you dress at alumni partially and you so you get all taped up and you get it 
When you're the visiting Lowers team at Fenway, the uh, locker room situation is a little tight. So we partially dress here, and, uh, you know, maybe we'll go over in yellow school buses. I don't know. But we're going to go over there. and uh, Like you did two years ago, right? I don't know if we went over there in yellow school buses. What's that part of the planet? I don't know. It never happened. So, no, we'll get over, we'll get over there um, and, uh, and play the game, you know. I think both teams are on the same sideline, that type they of thing. Are. What does that mean for you? Does that mean anything different? It's weird. It is weird. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, you don't have the same run with your box, you know what I mean? You can't get, like, when it gets down that other end where their team is, you can't. It's it's kind of bizarre. And then, you know, you, you, you know, you know. I guess you could start screaming at each other over there pretty easily. Let's turn it into a fist fight. I remember a couple of years ago, BC was at a bowl game at Pac Bell Park in San Francisco, and Frank Spaziani and Pete Carroll almost got in a fight. Is that right? That's not good. <laughs> no. No, not good for anyone. We were wondering what the communication issues were. But either way, all right, you talked about the special teams issues. Correctable, poor snapping, poor blocking, just a multitude of issues? Yeah, I mean, they're just – no talent issues. They're focus and concentration things that, that showed up, and uh, they, we're going to make sure they don't show up again. You know, um, the, the, the blocking and the tackling of it all was absolutely fine. And, uh, but the other part of it wasn't so fine, and we've got to get that fixed. You know, I mean, you know, we're going to be able to snap the ball and kick, you know, kick a 20-yard field goal. Well, you're, you're back in rhythm now. That open date, you, there's a lot of discussion around the effect that was going to have on your team. A lot of positive things, but then... I thought we played fast and physical on defense and offense. I thought the break was great for us. Maybe the break affected the uh, specialist on special teams. I don't know. I don't but, know. But, I mean, I, I don't think so. I think we played fast and physical. I, I thought we looked fast in that game. Like I said, we couldn't have come out of the blocks any faster than we did. I thought, up front, I thought on defense, I thought we were playing real physical. I thought we did a great job in the coverage. We got hit on a couple of runs. We still, every once in a while, get a couple fit issues on those runs. But, I mean, uh, I think, you know, to me, we need to do a little better job on third down getting off the field, right? We need to do a better job on third down on offense in the dropback game. And on, but on special teams, I felt like, uh, you know, operationally, we had some operation errors, and those will, those will be corrected. Yeah, that time of possession you mentioned after the game, too. And that, that's indicative of not being able to get up the field on third down. They were 9 for 17, I think, on third down. That's right. uncharacteristic. Right. You know, we made them go to the long, hard field, which was great. And uh, But when you convert on those, you know, you're, I, I know on the offense touched the ball twice in the third period. Yep. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so that, that second half, the first half I thought was great, but in the second half, the combination of everything all together, you know, there wasn't that many touches um, to be had. Um, so, you know, and we lost our pass explosiveness. I think we hit one ball to Sweeney in the second half, but, uh, but we did have some good run explosiveness. I mean, we ran the ball for over 200 yards. When you Usually when you run over 200 yards, you've got a great chance to win the game. So I mean, you're moving the you're moving the line of scrimmage. Well, even as, as tight as that game was, all the things that that didn't go well, and we've talked about them this evening, they had their share of the same types of problems. Yeah. Net net, it's a three point game, which is hard to believe. Yeah. With that, it would come down it would come down to a three point game. You know, it was it was uh, with a lot of explosive plays, with a lot of big plays, a lot. Uh, 
you had one yourself, the double throw, which ended up yeah. being a lateral and picked it up and turned it into points for you. It was there was a lot of stuff in that game. You come away, you say seventeen, fourteen. Wait a minute, that doesn't didn't compute. Yeah, I mean, you know, we went for the jump pass. Um, we were down. That was that right after Anthony got hurt. I think we were down inside the ten and or close, right around there. And um, you know, that would have been a big play if we could have hit it. And obviously, we didn't do that. So we had an opportunity there. We had an opportunity on the field goal late. We had. The interception early, we were inside the 20. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of both, – both, both teams had opportunities and played hard and moved the ball and played good defense. And, you know, both teams kind of went after each other. And, and uh, you know, and we you know we did it without losing our starting quarterback after I think it was quarter one, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, 13.06 left and a half, I think. Yeah, so. Approximate. Jason says yes. Thought process, three minutes left in the game. you got no timeouts. you got to right. go 80 yards. Right. Uh, game's moving probably 100 miles an hour at that point, let alone for Anthony Brown, but no doubt for Darius Wade coming in cold. Right. What's the thought process for you and the coaching step? Well, I had to use our timeouts, uh, you know, and I thought that was good. And then I really honestly hoped that we would get more on that punt return. And we didn't. And the ball, they got a pretty good dribble out of the ball. Our, our you know, we, we thought about going after the block, but I said, you know, we, got, we, we got them pinned here. We got a chance for great field position as long as we get a decent return. So we didn't get a decent return. So we had the long field. And uh, we had no timeouts left. So we went into our third down, two-minute kind of mindset and uh, wanted to throw the ball and, and, and move it down the field, try to get ourselves into some kind of somewhat field position you know, and then, you know, at that point, see where we were time-wise. But, you know, we really needed to be throwing the football at that point in time. To, to go 80, roughly 80 yards, whatever it was, 75 yards, I don't remember exactly what that down to, uh, yardage was. But, you know, you, you know, with no timeouts, you got to be careful when you're running the ball. You know, you're, you, you try to run the football, they're sitting on the pile. And so, you know, we went into our third down two-minute deal, which I think is what you need to do. And what, what broke down there? What happened? Well, we had a first down. We dropped the ball, right? We threw it to Kobe. We had a first down. Um, so that was one, you know, that we didn't we didn't make that play. Um, I think one ball got, oh, did we take a sack on the first play, I think. Right. I mean, you yeah. can't take a sack there. I mean, you just don't take sacks. You know, right. you can't do that, right? So we did that, and that was special. Um, and then... <laughs> um, and then on third down, I mean, I'm not real sure what happened there. I think, uh, you know, we had an open receiver and, you know. Oh, that was the Kobe drop. Yeah, Kobe drop. And on, I think yeah. on second down, we had a, an, an open deal. And, and, he ditched uh, it. Yeah, we ditched. Just, yeah, I don't know what happened there. We just kind of, I don't know. Pressure. Well, yeah, but I mean, there was there was there was there was a little bit of a silo, but there was no hit or anything like that. There was no contact. So um, and then on third down, we connected for the first down. We got to make that play. Uh, and then there was like fourth down. I'm a little off here, but in, in either case, we threw the ball, trying to move the ball up the field at that point in time, get a first down. Yeah, and you know they're bringing jailbreak blitzes, which Bradley Chubb prove, has proven yeah. is clearly a first-round pick, clearly the best defensive end in the country. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, at that point in time, you're you're dealing with one of the best defensive ends in college football and a pin-your-ears-back mentality. Um, I think we tried to throw a screen, too, in that series of four plays. Um, in fact, I know we did. Um, so, you know... Um, that was the series. That was that was the way that went. Not not ideal. Um, shouldn't have come down to that. Yeah. You know, we were winning the game with nine minutes left to go. You know, I think it was what fourteen ten. It was. Yep. You know, so 
We had a great opportunity there amongst all the documented difficulties and personnel issues we had. We had a great opportunity to win that football game. And uh, you'd like to have a couple plays back all over the place because um, it could have tilted it either way. But then, and, and then with all that, you know, just kick the, kick the field goal from the 20 and we're tied up. And you like, with, you know, with, in, in an overtime situation with our back, you kind of like, like your odds. You know? Absolutely. No doubt about that. On the Naheem Hines run, he's an electrifying kid in the open field. He's tough to stop. Why did that break down? Um, you know, I think we just misfit that play a little bit. And, uh, you know, um, I think we had, a, we, we had a good scheme for it. Uh, we didn't make a play, and he made a play. And uh, that's one of those plays, you, you know, you wish you had back, you know, for sure. He cut so you'd back. like that back play back. You'd like the, the drop we had at, in the last series back, you know. But you don't get them back. Right. Well, you know? that's what makes it a tough game. Yeah. That's for sure. Steve Adazio on the BC Football Show coming up. will be joined by one of his stars who's rehabbing. He'll be back next year. We'll tease you with that. He's Cronin Amita Perel. Back with more after this on the BC Football Show. Two wides to the near. Finley drops back at the 31. Dumps it off. Incomplete and picked off at the 25. Picked off. By Ty Schwab on the rebound. Bad throw. And Hines got a hand on it, but he deflected it to Schwab, the senior linebacker. BC football. The Boston College Football Show presented by Bud Light continues. Here again, John Meter Perel. And welcome back to the BC Football Show. Ty Schwab has certainly picked up his outfit, output throughout his senior year. He's been terrific. I think he should be first team all ACC, but what do we know, right, Pete? Well, we're not biased. No, not at all. Call him like we see him. <laughs> That's it's exactly what we do. But, you know, he's really picked up the leadership torch in the linebacking crew since our next guest here at the BC Football Show, Connor Strahan, exited. Connor, great to see you. How you doing? Good. Good to see you, too, John. It's been a long time, and good to see you uh, walking around. You look like you got good lateral mobility, agility. Everything's coming back into focus, right? Yeah, yeah I'm doing well. Just wish I could be out there. I know. It's going to be hard. How difficult is it for you, not only Saturday, but just throughout the last couple of weeks to watch? Um, it's not that it's difficult to watch. I think you just need to find a new role. And in the beginning, that was a little tough for me. But um, working working in the film room with the younger guys and, and finding your place to help out the rest of the team, then it makes it worth it. Then the win's just as fun. Is this your first uh, long-term out-of-the-lineup experience? It is the first time. Uh, I've, before this, I've missed one game ever in football so definitely definitely a first for me well and you, it's also you take the positives out of it you know coach Adazio was talking you guys all you injured fellas are all still very very engaged very involved in the in the you know the overall uh, community yeah, the yeah I mean you, ha- you have to be um otherwise you're just in the way you know you're you're not, you're not helping the team out so. connor's been an unbelievable leader for this outfit i mean his his attitude and what he brings to this team in this role that he's in right now has been incredible not just and, and also with the guys that are hurt showing them how to rehab showing them how to handle yourself how to get back i mean it's been invaluable so his role this year is 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 inc- been incredibly important yeah that's really unheralded too a lot of times you hear coaches say you know guys disappear when they get hurt you're, you're in there every day, rehabbing, working, studying, helping young guys. That's going to be uh, rewarding for you on some level, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, not this past game, the Florida State game. I mean, I uh, one guy I've taken on my wings, McDuffie, and took him home, watched tape with him, hung out, you know, 
made sure on top of him, and then he makes a big play on the kickoff. And like seeing him all pumped up from that, definitely, definitely uh, rewarding. He might have to become a coach. I was just going to say. Maybe not enough money for him in that, though. I don't know. <laughs> well, not yet. Anyway. Enough money for you, and there might be enough money for me. <laughs> so you, you just mentioned uh, in passing the academic pieces that I would consider that maybe one of the benefits, if you can see a positive from the experience, is the ability to get on track academically. Not that you were ever off track, but yeah, to yeah. almost get ahead of it. Yeah, I'll be graduating this December and then uh, going into grad school in, in the spring. So, I mean, my next year is pretty light school-wise, which means it's awesome for football. I can really focus a lot. Um, so it's a little bit of a – it's tough not to be out there right now, but a little blessing in disguise. What's the next step for you in terms of the rehab process? Um, next step for me probably – I mean, I'm doing the same stuff I do now until I start running. Um, so I think right now, Christmas Day – my Christmas present, I get to start running. So, and let me tell you something with this guy. On Christmas Day, he'll be out there running. All right, there might be, I mean, it is, he's a lunatic. All right, you gotta you gotta hold him back. I can I can imagine. You know? the only yeah. thing the only thing is, is I'm just curious. I mean, your father never got hurt, did he? Get playing? I mean, what happened? He, he's got knees like you now. He needs to get his his replaced. <laughs> well, I heard he never hit anybody hard enough to get hurt. So. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, Chicklets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, look at the piano keys smiling Was over he there. drinking palm water, too? Maybe he was. Huh? Maybe he was. It's all right. It's yeah. a good shot, Pete. Yeah. Kidding me. He has, he's not on mic. I can get away oh, with yeah. that. He'll, he'll, as soon as we hit commercial, he'll you're get in his, trouble. He'll get his pound of flesh. No you worries. Got, you want to talk about good DNA, this guy. I mean, your, your uncle, Steve, was an outstanding player at BC. went to play with the, for the Raiders. Yeah. So football's yep. been in your blood from day one. Your brother was a heck of a player. Yep, yep. Uh, how has that benefit? you i i think that made me a little tougher as a, as a kid you know having uh, the older men in my family or or my brother i, I want to call him a man just because i can beat him up now but um having those guys so into football and stuff it, it kind of toughens you up and, and it kind of shows you the way to do it so um i can't take much credit for for that stuff they I mean, the path was already paid for me. That sounded like a threat to me. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> oh, if he's know. listening. Thanksgiving yeah, coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Now, you talk about the uh, uh, the rehab, but the, the, the extra time you spend, it's not just about the knee. It's about the, the, the whole body. Yeah. And <clears throat> did you, and back when you were healthy, did you see that transfer of things you did in the weight room or things you did to condition yourself for competition transfer or translate to unique experiences where you said that's a direct result of me doing a certain exercise or doing doing something to, um, to improve. Definitely think so. I mean, this the, going into this season, I'd say since spring ball till the season was probably the hardest I've ever worked for football. Um, so it was definitely a letdown, but I think that the, the way I pushed myself, I, I mean, it wasn't just me. I mean, guys like Harold and Zach and, and even Noel Merritt, uh, we even had Davon in there at sometimes. We're going every night with each other. The kind of work ethic, the kind of atmosphere that that created, um, has made rehab easier. I mean, it's I'm pushing to do more, and they they got to hold me back because I'm used to pushing myself farther. So um, I think it's more not necessarily a specific muscles, you know, better, but just the mentality towards it. Um, and there's the culture of that around me in, in the program. So. It's easy. We've got a lot of good things to come because you're going to be back next year. And yep. we were just talking during the break. And I know coaches, we've mentioned it many times, but you guys are going to be stacked next year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
if everything goes according to script, it's going to be one heck of a season. Well, yeah, you got to worry about next week first um, and, and get to a bowl game, get that done, um, and then we can start talking about next year. But for now, uh, it's kind of really what, what can you do this week for UConn? That's a good answer. That's a Belichick-like answer. I well, like it. I've been listening to him for years. <laughs> Why not? I like it. I like it. But you being bashful. Pete, we've seen a lot of good linebackers at PC. Yeah, we've got a nice nice string of linebackers, for, and uh, especially this, of late. This guy is right, right fits, near the top of the list. There's no doubt about that. Fits into, the, fits into the profile. Coach, would you share that assessment? Yeah, I mean, Connor's going to have a phenomenal career, and he'll have an opportunity to play for a long time at the next level. So, I mean, he's, he's uh, an elite player. He trains as an elite player. I mean, you, you know, you just brush through his academics. I mean, he's going to graduate in December. I mean, extremely bright, and, uh, you know, the sky is the limit here. So uh, you're talking about a high, high achiever with great ability. So Connor uh, and, and, and really uh, becoming an excellent leader on top of all that. So he's got an incredible future, and uh, the biggest problem we have with him right now is making sure he doesn't over-rehab, okay, because that'll be, that'll be, the, that'll be the piece with him. Um, but he'll go 100 miles an hour, and, uh, and, and, and like I said, he'll, he'll have a phenomenal, phenomenal year. Yeah, and, you know, you've got nine players, nine, nine starters injured now, Coach. Is that correct? Yes. That's an that's a all-star list of guys that are injured. Well, we don't need to keep talking about that, do we? No, no, Let's we don't. Let's get off that narrative right now, okay? <laughs> we don't, but what, what do you tell Anthony Brown, or what do you tell any guy who's trying to re-up? Keep his head up, man. I mean, it's part of football. There's, you're not going to make it. If you want to play this game for a long time, you're going to have to deal with stuff like that. It just it just doesn't work that way. So for him, I mean, it, it's a tough spot for our team. Uh, definitely, we could definitely, I mean, I love having A.B. around. He's, he's a hell of a player. But um, for, for a situation like that, it's, it's good. It's a learning experience almost. Um, and, you know, I'll be there with him every step of the way to make sure he knows how to rehab right and, and, and do that. So. And I'm not the only one. I mean, he's had John Baker take, uh, taking control of that entire offense this whole time. So um, he's in a good place. There's, he'll be he'll be great. He'll be he'll be good to go. Well, I always like to, <clears throat> to remind people who didn't play that the probability of serious injury. What percentage do you think it is? The longer you play. Oh, the longer you play, it's, it, I mean, it's almost guaranteed. It's hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it happens to everybody. It happens to everybody. And, and but it's uh, you know it's never easy. It's challenging. It's a great uh, um, character builder. Mm-hmm. You know, you learn. I like to say you learn more about people when things don't go well than you do when they do go well. Mm-hmm. So you've been challenged. You've elevated. You've, you've maintained relevance and you maintain your level of importance. You look forward to the future, but very active in, in the day-to-day, which is a, a great compliment to your dad, even though he never hit anybody. <laughs> oh, my God. Be careful. He might come hit you. Yeah, that would be the that, – You know what? The, I'm not the only one. I don't one want to be here to see either one of you guys hitting each other. There'd be, there'd be, no, you know, be no hitting. One might pass out after three swings. You know, I don't know. We'll have to perform CPR out here for crying I know out. he's ready for it because yeah. him, and, him and Brian White have been they go boxing. boxing every morning. I know. You better, so you watch, better watch out, out. They, they, they have shiny a high level. might not be there long. Take it all back. That's right. I forgot about he that. He boxes with Brian White? Early in the yeah. morning. Oh, the, the, they got get, a some boxing video, group. get some video of that. That I must will. be an impressive sight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Both wearing onesies? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that's wrestling. You're going down a bad path. <laughs> yeah, you you don't really need to We're do that We're going to stop right while you're now. behind, okay, Pete. Yeah, yeah. Connor Strahan, best of luck, man. Thanks. I'd have to, uh, before I go, 
have to tell my mom that I, I love her. Um, so if you're listening to mom, I love you. That was nice. Very good. See that? <laughs> That's All a kid right. who was raised well. Yeah, Great to see job. you, Connor. Good luck. Connor Strahan, BC star linebacker. He'll be back soon. This is the BC Football Show. We'll come back to preview the UConn game some more here on the BC IMG Sports Network. Receiver in motion. Smith, the jet sweep to the 10. Smith to the 5. Smith diving for the end zone. Touchdown, Boston College. Dan Smith is the eagle in the end zone. 12 yards on the jet sweep. Welcome back to the Boston College Football Show, presented by Bud Light. To talk more X's and O's with Coach Adazio, here again, John Meter Perel. Great to hear from Connor Strahan, and of course, we have some good laughs with him. What does Dad say to you during the break, Pete? We're going to get a uh, kiddie pool, and we're going to fill it full of jello and put it in the walk-in cooler. <laughs> and when it's all gelled up, come out here and we'll have a little match, maybe sell tickets. <laughs> I'm not coming. <laughs> then the loser has to eat the jello. You're going to look like, you know the uh, Japanese wrestler Akabono? That... Thanks, for the, thanks for the compliment. Hey, I was comparing myself to A.J. Wow. Dillon last week. Wow. <laughs> you just crashed all the way down here right now. Wow, that was bad. Oh, yes, he's taking shots. That's all okay. right. You know, it's all right. It's all right. He's fine, looking good. He's not athlete. like us, Coach. He's not svelte. But, I know. think he looks pretty good. I'm buying big clothes. It works. Yeah. yeah. Look good. <laughs> trying to be like you. No, he's, you kidding me? He's a trailblazer. I'm trying to catch up. The keys to the game are brought to you by the all-new McGovern Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, now owned by BC alum Matt McGovern. They have a great selection of over 400 cars to choose from, 777 Washington Street in Newton or McGovernJeep.com. UConn lost to Central Florida, very good team, top 20 team. Uh, They gave up 49 points. They're 3-7, and not going to be bowl eligible. Randy Edsel's trying to rebuild the culture there after some very down years. What do you expect to see from the Huskies? I think they'll be a physical, tough football team. I've watched them. Uh, they made a quarterback change on offense. They started to show some real spark on offense last week. And on defense, uh, they're physical and tough. Their nose guard, uh, their linebacker, their defensive end are as good as anybody we've, we've seen. I mean, they're talented that way. So they've got some physical, tough players. Uh, Division One football now. I mean, you better bring it every week. And they just announced today that David Pindell is going to play quarterback. It's not going to be Brian Sheriff's. He has a concussion issue. He put up some good numbers for them, but Pendell's kind of an unknown quality or quantity. He's also a guy probably more running quarterback than he is a throwing quarterback. Yeah, he's an excellent athlete, made some real plays with his feet last week, actually sparked them offensively. So I think he'll, uh, he'll bring an element that'll, be, that'll, that'll really test us on defense, and uh, we're just going to have to play great. Listen, we've got to play great in all three phases. I'm worried about B.C. You know, we gotta, we gotta, B.C.'s got to play like B.C. on Saturday, and... Uh, that's, that's our goal right now. now. This is an important game from a, on many levels, uh, but geographically, I think you said it in your press conference today, it's great to have another Division I program in, in, uh, in, uh, in New England. Recruiting-wise, this, this game certainly should have consequences. I assume that you run into those guys when you're on the road. Nah. <laughs> you don't run into UConn. Well, I mean, Recruiting we're in the wise. ACC. Okay. You're a good player. You want to play at the highest level of football. Um, we don't recruit against UConn. Okay. Good answer. <laughs> well, no one knows Connecticut like you do, though. I mean. I love Connecticut. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of good. Lot but of I good love re- Boston better. <laughs> a lot of good restaurants in Connecticut. Better ones in Boston. There you go. Good answer. Good answer. Now, nah, listen, 
they're doing a great job there. Um, I, you know I have a huge amount of respect for Randy Etzel because I think Randy's a, a great football coach. Uh, I'm really proud as a Connecticut, re- you know, I was born and raised in Connecticut. I always dreamed when I was a young kid that Connecticut one day would have a Division One football program. They have that. They're doing a great job. And uh, this will be a tough, tough football game. And uh, it'll be played in a great venue. Uh, and it'll be, have great New England interest. And, uh, you know, like you were saying, Pete, I mean, you know, obviously there's, there's, there's a lot of recruiting and stuff that goes on. And uh, so I just think that uh, every week, bring it. Doesn't matter, who, you know, doesn't matter who it is. Simplify the keys to the game. What are you going to do to get it done? Well, we got to take care of the football. I, I, you know, we, we, we turned the ball over three times last week, which is uncharacteristic. We lost two of them. Um, so we, we, we absolutely have to take care of this football this week. And uh, we've got to play far, far better in special teams than we played a week ago. Um, and I think we've got to play swarming on defense and on offense. We, we, we have to still maintain a, an attack style of offense. And how are you going to manage, I know you, for those of, us, those of you people who missed the top of the show, how are you going to manage the quarterback situation this week in terms of reps? Is that just something that you go with? I think that is going to manage itself. I mean, I, I think that, you know, based on healthy bodies and everything, that'll dictate a lot of what goes on. I mean, obviously, you know, i got to wait and see what tomorrow brings, And uh, but, but Darius will take the uh, bulk of work here, but, you know, hopefully he'll be able to do that physically. Yeah, so you got to talk about it earlier, the, the pretty much plug-and-play, Got your offense. Is there some consideration to skill sets? Do you do, you do a couple things because Darius does a left-handed quarterback. It, it's a different look, uh, especially if you're doing it like a bootleg type yeah. of an offense or something like that, and it could give people problems. But I imagine there's an element of customization depending upon each one of the quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, certain guys like certain throws better than other guys do. Like, you know, Scott would sit down with Anthony and – and, you know, you, you do it with any quarterback, and you say, you know, what do you love? What do you feel great about, you know? And you, and you go through the game plan. He'll do the same thing with Darius. And uh, certain guys like certain things better than others, you know, um, whether it's, you know, whatever. Whatever, whatever con- concept you're talking about. Some guys like certain kinds of pocket movements better than others. So, you know, w- we'll do absolutely do all of the above. Is, is EJ at this stage more comfortable rolling out, or is he more comfortable dropping back? I think young guys like to be on the move a little bit where they can get out there and, 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 and see it better. And, you know, you know, when you're in a drop-back game, you're in a real progression read. And, and you know, sometimes when you're in a movement game, it's, 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 it's more of a level read, and it's, it's in front of you. And, uh, you know, Darius is extremely athletic, but as I said earlier, you know, and EJ has is, is got is unique athletically. I mean, he's like Murph, you know. Yeah. He can really go, um, and and he's got a rocket arm. He can he can launch it. That's high praise. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, he can run. I mean, uh, you know, um, he's the best running quarterback we've seen. Tyler Murphy, no question. Well, he was an elite running quarterback. Yeah. I mean, he's as good a running quarterback as a lot of people seen. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, and this this guy has the same speed. I mean, same speed. Wow. So, you know, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it can be shocking sometimes, you know. Well, I imagine looking at it from the other side, you know, you've got some issues. Obviously, you're dealing with them. But if, if I'm down in stores, Connecticut, I'm scratching my head. i got to practice for a couple of different styles. Maybe you've shown an awful lot to this point in the season, a lot to, a lot to consider. And, you know, you've got a, an offense that's been, that's been established. 
I, I think they're going to have their hands full, especially with the unknown. Well, I mean, unknowns, you know, Bobby as a coach for sure, you know. Um, but my way of viewing this is, you know, you got to win the game up front on both sides of the ball. At the end of the day, uh, we got to take charge of this thing up front. We've got it. We, you know, I'm sure they tell their guys the same thing. Oh, yeah. You know, we got to be the most physical team on the football field, um, and, and 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 we got to control the controllables. That has to happen. You know, the things that you can control, you need to control, and we've got to do a better job. I thought we could have done a better job last week with that. So, well, it's certainly going to be fun to watch, Coach. Enjoy Fenway. We look forward to it. Good luck this week. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. As always, good luck, good luck to you, Coach. Steve Adazio. And the BC Football Show. Special thanks to our producer Steve Chaccio, Jason Baum from the BC Athletic Department, Reggie Terry, and a cast of thousands here at Jake and Joe's, Paul Criscione, of course, of the BC Gridiron Club. We're back again Tuesday night, BC basketball against Sacred Heart, 645 on the BC IMG Sports Network. Until then, have a great week, everybody, and good night from Jake and Joe's. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.